Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the Expedition Exit Experience, or Tripoli for short. I am your host, host Chelsea, also known as Crispy on the Internet, and with me today we have my co-host Ben, aka hey, Jen, and me. the most recently eliminated and one of the more bizarre idol plays I've seen probably in my entire hosting career, we have Ashley. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell just happened, but let's get into it. Well, I think it was more bizarre only because you were being eliminated anyway. Like, you were still going 3-2-1 despite the idol. Like, and it's just like, you know, the, the voting items made it look a lot weirder than it was. So, I don't know. It was just funny to me that the whole thing happened the way it did. Yeah, I think it was definitely funny. And uh, again, like, I, I'm still sitting here looking at it like, objectively, I'm not even trying to sound bitter. I think they done messed up. Well... Well, definitely, now's probably the best time to get into why you think that. So, you know, you're here. Jacqueline and Danny aren't, and that seems to be what the jury is predominantly talking about as far as, like, oh, why didn't they take a move on Jacqueline here? So, what, at first we'll say why you think it's a mistake, and then we'll get into something else after. I mean, let's be real. I mean, you look at the jury thread. I was last on pretty much everyone's list. I was going to have to really pitch a case for myself at the final tribal about why these people are wrong about me and why... I deserve to win the game, which, I mean, I have a Juris Doctor degree, so I guess I'd be trying to put that to good use uh, if I got to the final tribal. But I think, objectively, it was an opportunity for especially Sebastian. Like, if you have this idol, you have this advantage, you have an opportunity to take out somebody who has a whole hell of a lot better resume than I do, or at least a perceived better resume, at the very least, and is on track to win the game if Danny doesn't get if Danny gets voted out. So... I don't see why you would, and I understand the argument of like, oh, I'm occupying an FTC spot, but if you don't take out Danny and Jockin before the final three, it doesn't matter who's sitting in the final three, because none of those boys are winning. Well, we are at final five right now, and theoretically, if they do get rid of Jacqueline and Danny the next two rounds, then the final three would be Bobby, John, Chris, and Sebastian. Theoretically, yes. If that's what happens, does that make this move? Does this move make more sense, or is it still mind mind-numbingly stupid to you? It's still mind-numbingly foolish because, again, you're you're now you have to win. You have to win that final immunity now. And yes, I know you still have a three and four chance of winning uh, that challenge, but I, I, and if you take out Jacqueline here instead of me, then you you have two shots to take out only one of the returnees instead of you have to take you have to get one of them out this round and one of them out next round i just i fail to understand it i uh, from a pure numbers standpoint even if they were always planning to like cut me at four or whatever i don't know but it's still again i think it's a lot riskier than cutting jack and now giving yourself two shots to take out one person i just think you know I mean, I am the math person, as we remember, which I'd love to talk about at some point. So mm -hmm. uh, the math doesn't add up here to me. Okay. And now let's say hypothetically, they don't idle you. Well, again, they don't vote you out. Let's say Jacqueline goes instead, because realistically, that's the only other one that would have made sense for them. So now it's final five. It's, you know, it's you, those three, and now Danny. So how do you plan on trying to navigate yourself to the end of the game? Well, I mean, I wrote about it in my confessional today. So um, I, I basically would have said at that point, 
it would have come down to obviously first and foremost, Danny would have had to go uh, by hook or crook one of the two times, um, as long as she didn't win her way there, of course. And then it would have come down to, for me, between Bobby John and Chris, who I felt um, would have had less jury votes going into a finale between Bobby John and Chris. I think I would have probably, I wrote about it in my confessional again today. Like I tried to kind of kick the tires a little bit with Jacqueline about maybe like, why don't we maybe jump on Chris and Danny's plan to vote out Bobby John? Because I felt like Bobby John going home would free up Ethan's vote for me to get. Um, But I think she realized what I was trying to do. And so she kind of shut that down, but it would have come down to between Bobby John and Chris, who did I feel I had a better chance of picking up, like taking votes from um, if I got down to that final four, if Danny won immunity at five, I think it would come down to probably would have probably voted with Danny against Bobby John at that point. I would assume Chris would have as well. So that would have been what, unless the boys teamed up and took me out then, but that would have been my plan going forward. Okay. And now that you're on the jury and that you've had the chance to, to read through the forum, you listen to, I think an exit interview or two, two. has, so your how has your perception changed from you being in the game to now you being on the jury? Uh, not really. I mean, pretty much everything that I've read um, is kind of lines up with what I expected. The only thing that maybe surprised me was people are high on Bobby John. And it was going to sound really mean. I mean, I knew Ethan would be, but I'm a little surprised because, I mean, like, I liked Bobby John on a personal level, but, like, on a game level, I just, I don't see it. Like, I don't see what he's done really on a game level to be ahead of anybody really um including me and maybe that's just because you know i'm me and i you know view myself the rose colored glasses but i just don't see what he's done besides he was viciously loyal to ethan which i don't dog him for because i was viciously loyal to Jacqueline until probably a day ago when i realized the, the math just wasn't adding up and i couldn't go with her but anyway um bobby john i don't really see what he's done to really make a case for himself i guess maybe oh he doesn't have any votes but that's because he's not that threatening so i was a little surprised to see that like people really liked bobby john maybe i'm missing something I'm not sure well i mean you were together on new shira and him and ethan were the ones who basically told you hey kelly and lauren they're coming for you let's let's not do that let's stick together and vote for lauren Oh, no. Like I said, I liked Bobby John on a personal level. He's one of my favorite people here. I liked him a lot. So that that's the one thing I could say about his appeal. But like on a game level, besides that, like outside of the, you know, likable and easy to talk to, um, I, I didn't see much like proactiveness on his end. Like ever since Ethan went home, he has not been like strategically proactive. He's basically been like, hey, let's do this or hey, let's do that just because it's the easy thing to do. He hasn't really come forward and been like, hey, we got to make a plan. We got to get Danny out of here. We got to do this. Um, he's kind of let other people lead the way, which is nothing wrong with that. But I mean, I guess for me, and for me, it's different because obviously he saved me. But I'm saying for these other people, I'm surprised that he is so high on their list because I think from a game perspective, he hasn't done a whole lot, but he has been likable. And sometimes that's all you need. It's very true. I mean, it depends what you you value as a juror, I guess. And that's what they value, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, and again, I don't have any like qualms with Bobby John at all. In fact, I think he's a lovely person, and I would be, I would be fine voting for him. Uh, I'm not going to unless he's sitting at the final three with Chris and Sebastian. Um, Sebastian probably can't get my vote now, just because I feel like 
he had not one but two immunity idols and that vote steal and i feel like he has really especially with this round and not just because he took me out based on what we talked about with jack i think he wasted it right well do you think putting up deb was also a waste of a diamond power veto yes and no uh and i'm gonna say yes because deb is somebody everybody was after deb everybody wanted deb out because she was winning these competitions like nobody's business so at some point as long as she didn't literally terry deeds or mike holloway into the end someone was going to take her down at some point in time because she was just a fucking powerhouse in these competitions and i think making a move on Jacqueline there would have also made a lot of sense for him to do. But I mean, I've, they're apparently close since the Sydney vote, but still, I think again, it's a, it's an opportunity to take out someone who is winning this game hands down. If Danny's not in the final threes and he had the most ability to do that with the idols and he hasn't taken the shot. Do you think that Jacqueline would have gone home if he had put her up on the block? I think, yeah, because I think at that point the votes would have been, me, Deb, Chris, and him, he would obviously vote on his target. And I think, I do think Deb, Deb just voted for Jack on the tribal council before. I don't see any reason why Deb wouldn't take the opportunity to vote out Jack. And she would just have needed to get Chris or me on board and pitch him. And I don't know, maybe Jack would have kept her in a tie, but I think it would have definitely been tempting for her to take her out. We're not going to know that, obviously, but at a minimum, it would have been 2-2. She would have just needed to flip Chris or myself, probably more likely Chris, uh, who jumped on Deb pretty quickly because I think Chris, I hope Chris is smart enough to realize he can't sit with Jack in the finals. But I mean, he just did this. So, you know, go off, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. Well, but again, it's that was final seven, not final four or final five. Correct. I mean, again, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think it's, it's different for every person. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand, you know, from a standpoint of now, let's say that eventually those targets go. Eventually Danny goes, eventually Jacqueline goes. Are you still going to blame those three on the fact that you guys didn't take a shot when you could have, when they still got them out eventually? I'm not gonna blame, and if this works out, if they go to the final three together, um to, as a group and it works out, then you know, good for them. I still think it was a risk that they didn't need to take, but obviously if that is what they plan to do and there's not some ridiculous clownery going on there, which I don't put past them after this, then obviously it worked out and there's really no reason to harp on it after that. I'm not going to be, I, I'll make this clear. I'm not going to vote bitterly. Like I really have no hard feelings toward anybody left. It's a game and we all are playing it and I don't have a problem with that. I just think like, I think it's a risk that you don't necessarily need to take. If it ends up not coming back to bite them, then at that point, you know, all's fair at that point. So it's going to come down to can they actually get to that final three together or not? Or do Janny or Jacqueline snipe them at the final four and basically cost themselves the game? Because, I mean, look at my challenge record. I wasn't winning them. Right. Well, it could have been a mini. We don't know what the final immunity would have been. Yeah, that's true. That was my only chance. That's the only thing I'm good at. The final immunity challenge, can tell it right now, it's all, only math squares. That's the whole thing. You just gotta do, like, seven of them. <laughs> well, I guess if that's it, I would have won that, but uh, I, I will say this, and I hope we get to talk about it more, like, you know, throughout this interview, but that will be forever my highlight of this season was just like coming out of nowhere and pulling that challenge win. Let's face it, literally carried my tribe on my back in that first challenge. That right. will always be the highlight for me, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like now is as good of a time as ever to to get into it, especially because you know it's the start of the game. You're 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 going out there. You're talking to everybody. Like you say in your confession, how you made the effort to basically talk to as many people as possible, even though it seemed like most of them were just messaging you. To be to be honest. Yeah. And then you end up in that challenge, and you, again, other than one point that Sydney netted, you netted every single point for that Kivo tribe. Yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, it was one of my highlights of the season because, I mean, obviously, you guys know who I am, non-alias, and anyone out there who has ever seen me play, you've played against me, Chelsea, you've played against me, Jen, you know that, like, me and challenges really don't mix. Let's not mix words about that. Yeah, I, I suck in challenges. I openly know that I'm terrible in competitions. You've seen them this season. So for me to like be the reason that we basically won that challenge was like a nice little feather in the cap. It was nice to not feel like the liability in a challenge for once. Right. Yes. And yeah, again, I think I had told you at the time too, but when I did my cast reveal for you, I'm like, she sucks at challenges, but everything else she's like pretty decent at. And then immediately after you do, you know, what you did. And it's like, well, I guess I'm now I'm the one who's going to look foolish. But then the merge happened and you DNF'd on like half the challenges. So that made me look a little bit better. I mean, I knew that was going to happen. I'm, the only one I'm surprised on is this last one because I'm usually pretty like musically inclined, obviously. And the fact that like I just got stumped, I couldn't believe it because like I, that's something I'm usually pretty good at. Um, but apparently not on that one. I'm never listening to Waka Waka ever again. Did you notice the safari ticket uh, in that challenge? Yes, I did. I considered going for it, but I was like, I got so fixated on doing it that I didn't, I mean, I don't think it would have mattered. I think Sebastian already probably had the prizes that were there anyway. So I just, by the time that I like took 30 minutes, I was like, well, I'm already going to lose, but someone else probably already got me, beat me to the safari. So there's no point going for it. But yes, I did notice it. Okay. Just, I, I only ask because I think you and Jacqueline, the round prior, you said that you had just figured out the password for that. Like, for oh when my it, God. it would turn into the idol. So angry. You know, I, I, I started going for it. Um, I tried to do it at the, like the same time, which was a really stupid decision. And I just kept trying to sit there and like get it. And after about a couple minutes, I realized like I didn't watch that challenge intro video closely enough. And I'm just never going to solve this. So I kind of gave it up. Um, but yeah. I couldn't believe it because Jack and I were doing this the the country 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 thing, and literally about two minutes after I did, after I ran out of time, Jack was like, "Ashley, I I really hope I'm wrong, but I think it might be A country, B country, C country." And I figured, well, Botswana featured heavily in Papers Please, and so I think Botswana would be B. And then out of just complete complete whim guess put Algeria in there as A because Algeria is an African country and lo and behold, there it was. And I just, I wanted to scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's it. That's all there was to it. It was in a country. I handed a heavy one in Botswana and then, you know, Chad, I gave you directly. The, the way you got to it was the way you were supposed to get to it for what it's worth. It's just unfortunate that it didn't work out timing wise. Yeah, if I was about three minutes faster, I might have found that thing and might still be in the game right now. Right. But, you know, it's that sort of thing happens. And, you know, now we're here getting to talk about the jury, getting to chill out, rather than instead you being in the FTC, where it, it looks like the jury would have just kind of gone at you, according to what a lot of the jurors were talking about. I outside mean, of, I, like, Kelly, I think. I don't think Ethan would have been too mean to me either. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was ready for that. I mean, I think... 
I don't know. I want to believe in a way that my confessionals today showed at least a little bit of awareness of the fact that like, okay, I can't sit with Jack and I can't sit with Danny. You know, I'm going to have to argue this, this, and this. If I get there, like I was already kind of thinking about it, like, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to get these votes? Because I knew that I was going to come into final tribal in any combination of which, unless it was Chris and Sebastian, which after today I realized, obviously I voted for Chris, it wasn't going to happen. So I'm going to have to build a case uh, with BJ and Sebastian. And if I'm sitting next to Danny or Jack, and I might as well not waste my time, might as well just not show up. Um, So I kind of knew what I was going to do at that point. Um, but I was ready for that. And again, I mean, like, for those who don't know, like, I do have a law degree. Like, I literally, like, went to school to learn how to convince people of things. So I always trust myself to at least pitch a decent case in front of a jury. I mean, I would hope so, right? Um, so right. I do trust myself with that. But I was definitely preparing for that. Okay. So, I mean, like you said, at least you had a plan going in. And even if it was going to be a little bit harder than you expected, having to vote out Chris. Yeah, I did have a plan. My plan, like I said, was basically I was going to hire like kind of what I said about Bobby John, which is, yeah, he was nice. And, you know, he didn't get a vote for a long time. And he was a critical vote a couple of times. But really, Ethan was the one that was driving that pair ship. And once Ethan went, you know, he kind of went along with what Jacqueline and I said, or what, you know, Sebastian said, he was very rarely someone who took initiative. And even though I was shown as someone who's like tied to Jacqueline, Ultimately, my biggest selling point would have been, but when push really came to shove, I voted out Danny, I voted out Jacqueline, because I would have cut Jacqueline to the final four. Even if Bobby John decided to be a total clown and tie the vote for her, I would have tied it and let her had her make fire. And I hate to say that, because I loved Jacqueline in this game, probably more than she loved me, because I just generally love Drew, I think, more than Drew loves me, because I think I drive him crazy. Um, but um, I did really like Jacqueline, but I also knew I couldn't beat her. And, you know, I don't, I would, I didn't play this game for Drew to win it. I played this game for me to win it. So. Right. Well, I guess in that case, using the, you know, the law degree that you have, so one of the, some, one of the parts of the jury, something that they were arguing about was the fact that you guys had kept in Ashley and Danny for a very long time. So. Jacqueline and Danny, you mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. So had you waited to vote out Jacqueline at final four, and presumably they go into FTC and they complain about this to you in their jury speeches. How would you have basically made your case saying, well, this is why I waited? Well, I mean, ironically, um, today it turned out to be not true. But it was always my belief from early on that if I shacked up with Jacqueline, you know, Jacqueline and I would be seen as a duo. And we were working closer together. I don't think she was going to turn on me, at least not right now and not at this point. And... I was basically going to say, you know, I kept Jacqueline close and kept her around because I figured Jacqueline was a bigger target than I was. And I basically was like, I have a round of life insurance, basically, if she's in the game. Uh, What I didn't anticipate was that people would decide to cut me because I'm occupying a final tribal spot at the final six when you have two very clear-cut winners still sitting up there and now you have to beat them twice. But, you know, to each their own. But that would have been based on my argument is I kept her around because I always knew that she would go before me. And I mean, to my credit, until today, that was probably true. Right. And then, you know, what happened happened. And obviously, it didn't really work out the way that you, you expected it to. But I don't think it's the way anybody expected it to. But no, but I don't think that like that logic and that thought process is an unreasonable one. In fact, I even don't think that I would have gotten votes the round before the merge had Lauren not been adamant about taking out me over Jacqueline because Kelly told me, and so did Bobby John, like early in the swap, 
like they had a conversation with me after Reed was voted out that like, you know, I hope I want to work with you. You know, I like you, blah, blah, blah. But basically they were, they were giving me the talk of like, yeah, we like you, but we want to vote out Jacqueline. They didn't say it to me, but I could tell that that's what they were like insinuating. So even though Lauren ended up, you know, pushing pretty hard to vote for me and Kelly ultimately just said F it and went with it. um, You know, I formed really good relationships with Ethan and Bobby John. That's the reason I got through that swap. So there were things that I did where I can point to and go like, you know, Jacqueline didn't strap me to her hip and carry me. Like, I got out of that on my own, thank you. Right. Like, that yeah, was which... my relationships that saved me, not Jacqueline telling them, hey, save Ashley. That was me doing the work. Right, which is fair. And again, I think even Ethan had talked about how I mean, they they had a relationship with you and Jacqueline, so that's why they made the flip. Had they not had a relationship with you, I would imagine they wouldn't have bothered. No, I don't think so. I mean, I really do. And I really to do with me then with Jacqueline because Bobby John and Ethan were both like you know I want let's you know I want it to be the three of us you know they were trying to pull me along as their third person and it's something I would have considered going with if I felt like I could have beaten them at the end I don't think I could have beaten Ethan at the end though um, so I don't know if I would have ever had to make that decision but it's all moot now of course but anyway point being is you know I got out of a really tight spot pre-merge I don't even know if you guys thought I was going to get out of it and I did. And it's like, I was going to use that at Final Tribal if I got there and be like, you know, this wasn't Jacqueline carrying me on her back. This was, I went out and made the relationships I needed to to get myself through that. And no one helped me with that. That was me. Right. And I'm not sure if I had been witness to, to such a supernova of a start as you had in this game. Like we talked a little about a little bit earlier. So it was definitely really interesting seeing it go from you know, you being super social, you doing very well in the challenge, having like an excellent first episode. And then, you know, right before the merge, you're at risk of being voted out. And obviously it worked out for you. And then the merge happened where you were in a position where, sure, you were the majority for a couple votes. But even then, you, you admitted that you weren't really able to get much of a footing in that sp- a situation. No, it was one of the most exasperating like merge games I've ever played because like quite literally it was clear as day that really nobody had any interest in like what I had to say or what I had going for me and I really had to like put in work to make myself viable for people and I think that voting out Sydney was the best move I made because like after that suddenly Danny is like I don't feel I didn't feel like I could trust you but you know you kept your mouth shut and, you know, maybe we can work on things. And then obviously, like I mentioned, I don't know, I'd love to get into this. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I had a really big snafu with Danny on merge night and the whole safari fiasco with Sydney. So I literally started the merge about as badly as you can socially after just escaping elimination. And I tried to bang down every door I could. I talked to Devin. I talked to Chris and Danny. I talked to Kelly even still. I talked to Sebastian and Sydney. And literally I was hit with like these social walls everywhere I went, people were not really interested in what I had to say. And I could tell that that was because they didn't want to make me a false promise. They weren't really interested in what I had to offer them at the time. And obviously, you know, it's very easy to get discouraged with that, but I just kept banging the drum. I just kept trying and I'm sure it put some people off, but I would rather try something than just sit there and wait to die. So fuck you if you have a problem with it. Right, which, you know, totally fair. And again, it's not like you were the one who was almost the target at those first couple tribals. I mean, you know, Kelly was voted out unanimously. So there's that. Sydney, you were obviously involved. And in, I mean, you flipped. Granted, they didn't need you to flip, but you did. And as a result, like you said, you got Danny to trust you more. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like, if you would have told me at the marriage, Chelsea, that like, 
I, Danny would have won an HOH in a Big Brother round, and my ass wouldn't be on the block. I would have laughed in your face. Like, right. because Danny, I could just tell, like, I was willing when we merged to, like, offer up some information to Danny to be like, hey, you know, I want to work together because my first instinct is, even though I just had that great alliance with Bobby John and Ethan, like, there are five Shira people here out of 11. Like, let's not make this too easy. And basically, like, you know, I wasn't going to offer, like, everything up, but I was basically trying to show that, like, okay, I see this problem here. We need to be on the same page. And I kind of offered up, like, what happened at our tribe? You know, the green girls went with the red guys. I don't know why they did that, because Jack and I wanted to vote with them to take out a red guy, which was originally probably what we were going to do um, until they, you know, did what they did. And Danny basically, like, I said her name to her, which I shouldn't have done, and I realized that, but it was just like a Freudian slip, because obviously, as you guys know, I've been playing these games for literally ever. I know everybody. I've seen everybody. And I've played against, you know, Danny in her prime and her heyday or whatever. And so I knew that, like, Danny's good at those kind of challenges that I beat her in that first round. So it wasn't meant to be, like, something where it's like, oh, you're Jake, so I want to work with you. It was literally just like, I know who you are. I know you're really good at these kind of comps, and I'm really proud of myself for, you know, beating you in one it was not meant to be like an ass kiss or anything but i could just tell that like that stopped any momentum that was had with her like she was basically like she would listen to what i had to say and she would then say a lot without saying anything i just kind of realized like okay there's something wrong here and she's not really interested in working with me right now but i also can't say this to her face because i'm in the minority sort of kind of and i'm an easy vote for a lot of people so I got to keep my mouth shut, but this is really frustrating. No one wants to talk to me. No one wants to work with me. And it wasn't just Danny. It was like everybody. Like, and then I voted for Sydney, which by the way, um, for those who don't know and the jury might not know, I wasn't actually let in on that last minute. I was told in the middle of the day by Ethan, like, hey, this is the plan. We're doing this. And truth be told, I kind of knew it might be bad for Ethan, but I really went hard on like, this needs to stay because I knew that if Sydney went home, and I feel really bad, but even I knew that there was a chance that it would backfire on Ethan, but that would open up doors for me. And so when he went hard on going for that plan, I absolutely was like, yes, you should do that. And unfortunately, people just didn't see that part of my game. But like you said, that's what you're hoping to be able to explain if you did get to the FTC, which... Of course, I yes. Unfortunately, that clearly didn't really work out all that well. No, but I mean, it also goes to show like difference in games, because... The last game I was in that wasn't this, and I won't go too long. And I also got advantage getting taken out, but it was different because there were 11 people yet left. This was Yogi's game. And nine out of 11 people wound up immune. And I went home because, unlike this time, it wasn't because I was a goat. It was because I was up against a goat. And they all took me out because literally at final 11, people were already like, if she gets to the end, she's going to win. So it just goes to show, like, every game truly is different. Right. Yeah, it depends on the, the cast mindset going in. Absolutely. So it is interesting. But now now that you are here, uh, I guess it probably would be a good time to start talking about the final. Well, they're not finalists yet, but the remaining five people who are still in the game. So I guess we'll we'll start with with Jacqueline, probably considering that's who you've been closest with since, you know, the beginning of Kibo. Yeah, I mean, Jacqueline has been my, you know, ride or die this entire time. And I do think that she's going to be eliminated before the final tribal, because unlike Danny, she has not shown the ability to win a challenge, especially if it's a math square, because I love you, Jacob, but you suck at math. Um, but, I was uh, kidding about the math square thing, by the way. That is not the FIC. I, oh, I knew that it wasn't, but maybe like, <laughs> I, but I thought maybe it was part of it just because I know that in their past seasons, you did like 
kind of like a like a smorgasbord of different like challenges for the final one, kind of like a Big yeah. Brother esque kind of thing. So I thought maybe it would make some kind of an appearance in the final immunity challenge, but uh, not all of it, of course. I knew you weren't actually serious about that, by the way. Uh, anyway, I do want to see Jacqueline do well. Um, I hope that she finds a way there. But I, I, those guys, I have to think, I have to believe that they made an agreement to go to the end together because if they didn't, then this is just like complete bonehead move otherwise. Um, and I do think Jacqueline, as long as she's not sitting with Danny, I think does win this game. If she's sitting with Danny, she is going to lose. And I hope that she knows that she told me she did on the way out, but I really hope she does because Jacqueline wins as long as Danny is not there. All right. And does that mean you think that the only way Danny gets to the end is via immunities? I mean, unless these people are complete imbeciles, yes. Because, I mean, she's just... And it's not even like the returnee thing. Which, obviously, like, this is a thing in this cast. I don't know why it is. Like, we're not, like, real first-time orders. Like, we've all been playing for fucking eternity. So I don't know why this returnee thing is a big deal. But it is to these people, apparently. And, like... But that's not why. Like, she's played great socially. Everyone likes her. And even people like Deb and Tina, who I got close to on the way out, they wouldn't go for her. And I was trying to pull them away from her. Because I've been, like, if it were up to me, Danny would have been gone weeks ago. Not because I dislike her, but because she is the biggest threat in the game. And it's been something that I've thought since Merge, really. And people haven't wanted to go for it. So I've always known that, like, it would have to be an endgame scenario where I get her. But if she doesn't i think the next time she's vulnerable she goes home and rightfully so and if they don't then she deserves to win all the more okay and now what about bobby john so he's somebody who you said you were pretty surprised that the jury was so high on him even though you had a very good relationship what do you think he needs to do to solidify the win if he gets to the end honestly all bobby john needs to do at this point is sit at the end with chris and sebastian because i think chris and sebastian are I'm not going to say delusional because I don't think they're delusional, but I think that they're going to try and like retroactively take credit for things that happened that they really weren't like a big part of like this move that they just made is probably going to be like the biggest move on Seb and Chris's resume. And if you look at it objectively, there was a much better move to be made here for them with a lot less risk involved um, than taking out me, who was someone they could actually have beaten at the end. So I do think Bobby John just has to basically get to the end with Chris and Sebastian. I think he'll win pretty handily. I don't think anyone on this jury really wants to vote for Chris or Sebastian. And they're nice enough people, um, but I just don't think they've really done much of anything. And I mean, I know that's pot, meat, kettle coming for me, but uh, you know, I'm on the jury now, so it doesn't really matter what I did or didn't do. I'm not eligible for for the win so i think at this point bobby john just needs to do it bobby john just needs to make sure that those boys are rock solid with him and take him to the end because then i think he will waltz to a victory well what do you think chris needs to do then like if you were in chris's position right now what would he have to do in order to, to be able to get some of those jurors to vote for him and so end up winning uh well number one he has to vote out Danny. He cannot, like, even vote with her as, like, a 3-2, like, pity vote kind of thing. Like, he needs to vote out Danny. He needs to be active about it. He needs to be clear that he wants to do it. And he needs to prove that, like, he thought for himself, which I hope he's able to do, because I think he's a nice guy. But I think a lot of the jury feels like he was just 
Danny's second vote, much like I was, you know, Jacqueline's second vote to a lot of people, even though I do feel like I did things without Jacqueline, like I got into, but I, Chris really like, I have not seen Chris do really anything outside of like, even this idol play, this idol play wasn't on uh, this, this idol wasn't procured by him. He got Seb to play an idol on himself that was ultimately not necessary. They voted me out because I was taking up an FTC spot, which I think he also has to prove. He also has to prove the rationale behind this move for him because in his case, like Chris, I think made a mistake here because I think he thinks he can beat Bobby John at the end. And I don't think he does. I think his best chance was always against me and Sebastian. And he had a chance to take a much bigger threat out and, didn't do it so he's gonna have to prove that he was independent of danny and he's gonna have to really explain the rationale behind this and it's gonna have to be a better reason than ashley was occupying a final tribal spot okay and now that leaves us with sebastian so i know that as of now it doesn't sound like your opinion of him is you know super high but if you're in sebastian's spot what do you think he needs to do in order to be able to get the jury to start wanting to vote for him well, first and foremost, he's going to have to sit at the end with the two boys. I mean, I think we've beaten that dead horse already. But um, yeah, this is all, of course, this is basically assuming that Danny and Jack can get eliminated in some. Right, sort right, of right, right, right. Yeah. So first of all, stick to the plan of three boys at the end. They're going to have to do that. If any of them want any chance, not just Seb, Chris, any of them. Uh, for Seb, I think he's going to have to, first of all, a lot like Chris, prove the rationale behind taking out me over Jacqueline and why that was his best move and also is going to have to answer I think for the fact that like he was he was very like easily distracted and it wasn't just with me like I was reading the jury and I found out that it wasn't just me that like he would like leave people on red for hours and we would go quote unquote work out or watch a movie or what the hell ever and would not be online and then even when he was online like somebody would take like three hours to respond to me and I think a lot of that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Like, if you're not going to be social in these games, why Why are you here? Um, so I think he's going to have to do a lot. Like, right now, if I had to pick anyone who can't win, I think it would be Sebastian. And I think if he would have taken out Jack in the night, the story on him would be a lot different right now. And I'm not even saying that because he took me out. I'm saying, like, objectively, I think if he finds two idols in a vote steal, when most of us couldn't even get past that second stop in the safari the only reason jack and i did was because sydney gave jack on the password on a way out and then she gave it to me um like i just think that that would have been a much better move for him to take out jack and that would have been like something on his resume that he would have over bobby john or chris and saying no that was my move i did that but instead he wasted it on someone he could probably have had a decent chance of beating at the end. So I just he's gonna have to prove rationale like Chris, but even more so because unlike Chris who had an idol played on him and didn't have any advantages to his disposal. Seb had items and advantages to his disposal, and we all kind of feel like he wasted them. All right. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see, you know, how that all goes and whenever FJC does end up rolling around, probably within the next week or so. But as of now, from your personal perspective, who do you feel like probably stands the best chance of getting the win? Uh, ironically, even after what I said about Bobby John now reading the jury thread, and just, again, all of this is assuming that those three guys all don't do the dumbest possible thing they could do and let what, let both of the girls into the final four. Um, I think Bobby John, just because like, again, he has a lot more 
positive SPD than I even thought he would, even though I thought it was a nice guy. And I think if he lets that boy group roll to the end, I think he will win. So I'm going to say Bobby John because, and I never thought I would have said that, but I do think Bobby John based on what happened tonight, uh, assuming of course that one of the girls don't sneak in and get to the end. Cause if either girl gets to the end without the other girl, uh, they're going to win. Right. And now assuming the returnees don't make it to the end, who has your jury vote as of now? As of now, probably Bobby John. Sebastian could get it if he backs this move up well enough. And Bobby John shows that he took a little more initiative with alliances and votes than I've perceived him to be doing right now. Chris, I don't think could get it, even though I think he's a really good guy. I just think... I think he might think a little higher of himself than he actually is, but I mean, I don't know. We'll find out at final tribal, but I don't have any like ill will toward any of them uh, or Danny or Jack. And like, I have no problems with anybody. I think people disliked me a lot more than I just like them. I didn't dislike anybody, even right. Sydney, who I listened to that interview. And, oh boy, do I have some words, but uh, <laughs> uh, you was, know, it is what it is. I mean, certainly a polarizing presence. To say I mean, least. is that not like my neutral in order? Oh, well, yeah, believe me, I that's exactly what I expected when casting you like, you know, it's going to happen. But it's at the same time, we still appreciate it for what it brings, because it is certainly not stagnant and it makes it for something interesting to watch. But honestly, like, I I mean, I understood it in like Arcana and even Warriors to an extent, but like, I just don't understand it here. Like, I am like an energetic person and I get that and I can be a little bit like much to handle and you know i understand that about myself i am a self-aware person i know that about myself but it's like you know i don't think i'm rude i don't think i'm even like that aggressive or abrasive like when i'm playing strategically i sometimes get frustrated but like i don't think like i'm like rude or whatever so i'm not sure really what it is that is so like polarizing besides the fact the word that i've been that's been thrown around with me is like i'm just an intense person i guess and some people really like that and some people really don't, um, but I'm just not. But it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really know what I can do about it because that's just kind of, that is part of my personality. Like I work, but I want it known to anyone out here who found me annoying. I hope you know that like I put in a lot of effort every single day, both in orgs and in other like, you know, real life situations to like not overwhelm people with my intensity. So if it wasn't good enough, like, I'm sorry, but you know, I do what I can. You know, I'm not a perfect person, unfortunately. Well, you know, and again, like you said, it really just depends on the person. And if you're, you know, you're, if you're trying your best, and there's really only so much you can do because that's just your personality. So if it doesn't rub well with certain people, it's not going to rub with them regardless. And there's only so much you really can do. And you just kind of have to navigate yourself around it. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, some people clearly liked me enough. I mean, even though, because like, I understand that I was quote unquote occupying a final TC spot, but at the same time, like, if I was truly, like, not fitting in with this cast at all, like, let's be real, I would have just been voted out, like, long before now. Because I mean, and I didn't get any votes at all in the merge until tonight. Like, I mean, had they been doing something right, because for all that, all that talk about me being, you know, intense or polarizing or whatever, like, you know, Kelly also was someone who didn't really mesh with a lot of the cast, and she was voted out. Like, you know, if, if I was truly that overbearing to people, they... I, w- I wasn't in the majority. I was in no power position. Like, I would have just gone immediately if I was that polarizing to people. So, right. I, I mean, again, I got no votes until tonight. 
And the fact, again, I had a double vote that was like publicly known information and didn't get any votes at any tribal before tonight. So it couldn't have been all bad. That's true. But, you know, we're here. And you did. You said that you had some choice words for Sydney. I, she listens to these. I know. So if there's anything you want to say here, now's your chance. I mean, it's not so much like nasty words because I know who Sydney. Yeah, it's not what I expected. Believe me. And, you know, uh, my, but my choice words would be like, I don't know what it was about. Pissed you off so much on day one because you literally talked to me for about three minutes. So I don't know what that was about. But like. You know, I don't know what your problem is, but whatever. It's not, it's, it's just kind of part of who I am. So I guess I'll have to deal with it. But I mean, like, you know, you can be very cold and distant to people sometimes too. That was one of the reasons I turned on you so quickly in the merge. So, you know, you're not perfect either. Fair enough. And I'm sure, you know, she'll have whatever she has to say about that. I guess my last question for you, which because you're, you know, you got eliminated so late into the game. What do you think is, do you have like any big takeaways from playing this game that you they're going to take on to like other org or anything else? Would it be a friendship, a way to approach things? Um, maybe not. Uh, honestly, like no. Like the people that I like outside of games are like the returnees, and um, you know I really like Ethan. So you know, I'll pro- I'll, if he wants to stay in touch, I'll stay in touch with him. But you know, other than that, like I mean, and I like Bobby John too, so it'd be fine. But like, there's no one. It's not like, you know, Warriors where I had that, you know, connection with Libby and Michelle and Cole, all of who I still talk to on the reg or anything like that. But that's not anything to knock at you. Like, you did a great job this season. I, even though I sucked at all your challenges, I loved pretty much all of them. Um, with the exception of the water canals, because my stupid ass didn't realize what I was doing for 15 minutes. And I felt <laughs> yeah. so bad sitting you having to watch me do that. But uh, I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed me. Uh, had a really good time unfortunately it didn't work out but you know i hope you guys know like if i had gotten to the final three like i was gonna give it hell i already had i was already thinking about i mean because again like you read my confessionals today i wasn't going to be dumb enough to just sit there and be like an arcana chase and just let my final two run me over at the end so you know i was doing stuff in this game like i found a double vote which was nice that is a takeaway is i can right. find things i should have more time because like i never find items you know this it's not part of my game so right and then i came three minutes away from finding an idol that might have saved me tonight because obviously if i had it i would have played it because like my double vote it expired this round like there was no exactly. reason not to use it so well, that's why everything got played today yeah it was because yeah, it, was, it, it expired. Use so it was like i mean literally someone asked today it's like are you going to use your double vote and i'm literally like of course i'm going to use my double vote why wouldn't i use it it doesn't there's no value after tomorrow it's not right. like the real show where I can like take it home as a souvenir. Like it's it's not like that. So I mean, I'd let you um, print it out and you can keep the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's. Uh, um, oh, and last thing I guess I'll say because we didn't get into it as much, but uh, I will forever. My favorite moment from this game, besides the mask wear, will always be uh, "Sorry, hun, it's British there for you." Oh yeah, <laughs> you're that, not the only one. That was a moment. Oh my god, that was just. Uh, that whole first challenge will be my fondest memory from this. Like I will, I thrive in those kind of challenges, and I wish more orgs did them because they could just like ride the momentum off of that to show me as a challenge threat throughout like the pre-merge, so no one votes me out, and then I can suck in the merge challenges, and no one thinks twice about it. So, um, you know, that's unfortunate that it there wasn't more challenges like that. But that was I appreciated this game, and I appreciated that uh, I got to be the hero for my tribe because. I never go i never have all right well i'm happy to hear it 
So um, again, and you're great. You're you're an excellent member of an excellent cast. It was great to have you. It's been it's been fun. You know, it's been friggin' five years that we've known each other, and I finally got you to play one play a game of mine because you never got to play Twisted. So no, I didn't. And I was going to be Trish too, and then obviously I turned Trish into something completely different. But uh, yeah, no, I'm glad, and I I'm glad too because I had been promising you since what season two that I would do this, and it mm-hmm. just has never like. Well, it's only out. season four. It's not like you've been promising me for years. It's been, you know, no, a but year I also promised you I'd play you. Twisted. So it feels like That's it's fair. been years. Like, I guess. I was originally, so it's been like four years of like, I'm going to play under you. Um, my only regret is I couldn't, uh, I couldn't tie your placement in uh, your series that, uh, you know, you got in <laughs> since you came one vote away from winning, despite being a goat, kind of like what I was kind of turning out to be here. So, you know, you came one vote from winning despite being a goat. So, and, that True. was the other thing I was going to say. Like, I always kept hope alive because, like, literally, look at the look at the last two winners in this community. People who have been voted out, like, literally pre-merge. Like, there's not much worse you can recover from than that. If you could come back and win after you were literally voted out in episode three, like Fareed, then I could have made a case for myself based on the game I played here. Period. The end. Hey, anything's possible. Just gotta keep hope alive, as the the great I, Russell Hans once said. And I'm sure lots of the best player of all time. True. Yeah, maybe in his own mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we already talked about the song stuff. So, if there's anything else you want to add, now would be the time to do so. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't. I just again, thank you for having me. I'm glad I got to play. I hope that you know I provided entertainment for you guys in the VL. I know this wasn't like my most compelling game in terms of like strategy and all of that. It was much more relaxed in that way for me, but I hope you guys still enjoyed watching me fun as much watch. as I enjoyed playing. And, it's more fun uh, to watch you know, when it's strat heavy and when it's just, I will have fun oh, yeah. watching the end of this and future seasons too. So thank you guys. Well, you're very welcome. Thank but, you. you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you for coming. Thank you for everybody for listening and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. So see you then. Uh, goodbye. You know the bed feels warmer Sleeping here alone You know I dream in color And do the things I want You think you got the best of me Think you've had the last laugh Bet you think that everything good is gone Think you left me broken down Think that I'll come on and back Doesn't kill you makes you stronger Stand a little taller Doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm alone What doesn't kill you makes a fighter What's that fever lighter Doesn't mean I'm over Cause you're gone What doesn't kill you makes you stronger
What doesn't kill you makes you stronger